0: It's the Doc Jacques, your Addiction Lifeguard podcast. I am Dr. Jacques de Bruckert, a psychologist, licensed professional counselor, and addiction specialist. I treat people who have addiction, and I help treat their families recover from addiction. You have come to the right place if you are looking for some help. I am the lifeguard of addiction. If you are drowning in a sea of misery and hopelessness, I will be there to help drag you out Bring you back to the shore of life and live your life again so join me in this episode we're going to talk about some different things related to being tested versus being guided we hope you enjoy this podcast this podcast is being brought to you by anchor.fm a podcast broadcast platform that is uniquely special and will help you with your podcast needs If you've heard any of my podcasts, you know that I am an addiction specialist. I treat people who have addiction as a counselor. And one of the things that I regularly get asked or that gets brought into my office in sessions is a feeling of guilt and shame that people feel, especially when they're in the throes of addiction and their lives are just one big mess and one of the things that i get asked about that i talk to people about that i i help them with is the idea that they're a bad person and that they've done bad things and a lot of times it's around a concept of being tested or um, they, they feel like they're being tested their faith is being tested or their strength is being tested their willpower is being tested and that would in that would make the assumption that there is something wrong that they're doing and it's out of their control and the only thing that they can think is that there's some external force that's causing them to feel like they're being tested and i would argue that it's not really about being tested it's about maybe the difference between being tested and being guided you know, stuff happens, and they overdose, and they feel like they survived, but they—they're being tested. And if you have faith, if you walk in faith, a lot of times when you're, especially if you're seeing loved ones or family members who are suffering and and maybe even um, overdosing and dying, and you're you're witnessing that, you feel like you're being tested. And you know, for me, compassion is something that really eliminates the idea of testing. If you're compassionate you're not going to test people you're not going to challenge them so that they can fail if they don't pass that's that idea is just kind of strange to me um you know i i, I read the bible and and uh my favorite section of of either the old or new testament um is proverbs because it's instructional and i'm a guy and i like instruction so i found a a, a passage about testing that I thought was really relevant in Proverbs 3 26 for the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught and I think that's kind of what people experience is being caught and they feel like they're being tested can you remove your foot or should you have put your foot there in the first place but you know what it's those words about the Lord having uh, given you confidence so you're being instructed and, and and guided through the idea of you have confidence. I'm going to give you confidence. And man, oh man, is that something that is in short supply when it comes to addiction. You do not have the confidence. You don't feel confident that you're able to, to get through this. But you are. So maybe we should talk about an understanding of the difference between being tested and being guided if if you are being tested that means that there is some question about your your faith and your abilities or your faith in a process or a person the belief that that person can help you and so i'm being i'm going to i'm going to put you in a position where you're going to be tested on your ability to follow that or listen to this person or start this process, or I'm going to give some challenges to you by um, putting some things in your path. You know, you're working on your recovery and um, one of your old get high buddies, one of your mates rings you up and says, Hey, I got some stuff, man. Let's you gotta, you gotta meet me. Oh, wow. So my, my resilience, my, um, my strength is being tested. This person reached out to me and this must be a test. Being tested. My ability to maintain my sobriety, be clean, be sober is being tested. Or maybe something really bad happened. Something that would really trigger you into um, possibility of relapse. So you must be being tested. And you know what? That's if you're looking at it from the side of, I'm an addict. I must be being tested because um, I'm trying to get into recovery and I'm being attacked. And this must be a test. I'm being tested. Challenged. Oh, buddy, you're going to fail. <laughs> oh, man. Don't do it. Yeah, that's a, that's a test. No, that's not a test. You know what? If you look at it the other way like i am I am filled with confidence, I am filled with fearlessness, then I am not being tested. I'm being guided. I got another voice to listen to. I'm gonna listen to that voice that tells me something's come to me and it's challenging me, and it's making me want to use, so I'm gonna reach out for help because I need. I need some guidance. And you know what? That fact that I am falling for this again, maybe that's what's, what you're being guided towards an understanding about. We are fallible. We are weak at times. We're humans. You're a human being. And maybe, maybe it's not a test, but it's a presentation of something that's guiding you further down the path to recovery. But that's not what addicts do (laughs) a lot of times. They think, oh, man, why is this person calling me? I really want to get high. Why is that bottle calling me? I really want to drink it. So my my response to am I being challenged or am I being tested, you know, is you're being, you're not being challenged, not being tested. You're being guided. Guided further down that path of recovery. Just like in that Proverbs short one line of scripture, getting your foot caught, you know, it's, it's a demonstration. It's a, it's an analogous kind of approach to an understanding that you're about to step in a trap or you're going to get your foot in a crevice caught and then you're not going to be able to move. So how do you not step into that crack? How do you not step into that trap and get your foot caught? Maybe that's the guidance or maybe, maybe the fact that you think you have this beat and you're missing that, that first, uh, that wisdom of that, of step one, my life has become unmanageable. This addiction is stronger than I am. You think you're all powerful and you can beat that addiction. So this must be a test. It's a test of that. My, my sobriety is being tested my resolve. Like I said, my resolve. And you know what? It's not about you being tested. You're being guided. You are not as strong as your addiction and addiction, as I have said many times. It is the enemy that you're fighting. You are not the problem. Addiction is the problem. You are not the enemy. The enemy is addiction. And it's come to visit you. And it wants your soul. And wants it right now. So you're not being tested. You're being guided. Guided to the idea that, hey, you know what? Your your recovery is not in the place that it should be right now. It's not as strong as you think. You have let the tool that the enemy uses, arrogance, to get to you again. And now what's happened is that arrogance is slipping in. And you're starting to get uh, kind of seduced by that, that siren song of the chemical. And guess what? We're going to guide you to the understanding that you are not all powerful, that you can have those moments of weakness. And maybe you're just being a little arrogant about things right now. So am I being tested or am I being guided? you're tested. If you think that you are an addiction, you are, you are addiction, you are an addict, and that's all that you are. That's all you can be. I'm weak. I'm, f- I'm frail. I'm fearful. All, all those, all those indicators of problems. Then you're going to have the mindset that you are actually being tested. However, if you understand that addiction is about struggle of recovery. It's not willpower. It is following instructions. It is doing what you're told when you don't want to do it, even when you don't want to do it and following those things and knowing that you have to reach out to the brothers and sisters out there who are trying to help you, your sponsor, the, the people in recovery with you, your home group members, the people that know that struggle, Just so you reach out to them and maybe you're being guided back to them. Because if you get to the place where you want to use again, you are not recognizing that you are uncomfortable. You are not recognizing that times have gotten hard and you have been isolating maybe or back to self-reliance, back to isolation. So we got to guide you away from that. So I'm going to present something, and um, it's a ch- it's 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 a, it's an opportunity to accept that guidance. Um, there's a misquoted scripture that you hear all the time that God doesn't give you more than you can handle. Actually, it says God does not present you with temptations you can't overcome, and. So if that's true, what does that mean being tested? Is you can't overcome this? You certainly can, but that's not what God does. He doesn't present you with temptations you can't overcome. Opportunities to understand and then to reach out and say, Hey, help, help me, help me, help guide me. Give me some guidance. That can come in the form of, uh, wise words from the sponsor or maybe direct instructions from the sponsor or someone else saying, Hey, I got, I got issues right now. I feel bad. I really want to use I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, really? You feel uncomfortable? What's going on? What's happening? Or maybe even you've gotten to the point where you've You've picked up again. You went out, you picked up, you got a cap, you got, you went out and got a handle something. And, uh, maybe you, maybe you did get high. Maybe you did drink. That's okay. We all do that. Maybe you did, but that doesn't mean that, uh, you know, Oh, now that I've taken a hit of that drug of choice, Oh, I must be being tested. No, no, you're not being presented with temptations. You can't overcome. You're being guided towards an understanding that addiction is very powerful and that it is a an enemy that that, you know, will not go away and wants you. So you have to be strong. You have to be fearless in your in your approach to recovery. So are you being tested or are you being guided? Tested or guided. Testing means I'm, I'm here To challenge you and figure out if you can fail and if you do, great. A loving, compassionate approach to recovery is, you know what? Hey, guess you stumbled or you fell down. Take my hand. Let me help you back up. Let me guide you. Let me guide you back onto the path of recovery. I like guidance. I don't like the idea of you're being tested. I don't think you're being tested. I don't think, no matter what happens, questioning my faith, I'm questioning my resolve, I'm questioning my sobriety, I'm questioning my my uh, marriage, I'm questioning my relationship with my loved one. Bad things are happening. Where's the help? Where can I get help? And that's where it becomes a need for guidance. Look for guidance. Guidance is the... Positive other side of the coin, testing is the negative side of the coin. You are not being tested. You are being guided, guided to increase your resolve, to give you a pathway away from fear to fearlessness, to lack of feeling of control, to involvement and control, to recovery or to addiction. I say it's guidance. This podcast is brought to you by anchor.fm. It's a free podcast platform that has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. I think the first time... I experienced uh, something that was around testing or, or yeah, testing was when I had first heard the news of one of my very close friends who had committed suicide and it was right after high school for me and A person that I really did care tremendously about and she was somebody that was in and out of my life at times um, for a couple years there and she had some issues and I never really understood what they were I was too young to really kind of pay attention to that stuff but it was um, a request by her mom to help find her and This young lady um, had run away from home, although she was 18, and she was finished with high school, but she still lived at home. And she left abruptly, unannounced, and I didn't know enough about the family to really even say why. I don't know what was going on. But she was very upset, and she was gone for about a month, and I sort of half-heartedly tried to find her and... Um, thought, didn't think much of it and her mom, I, I did eventually figure out where she was but she didn't want to be uh, didn't want, she didn't want it to be known where she was, she was, I thought okay, staying with somebody and then about a week later, I got a phone call from good old mom my mom who just kind of in a very nonchalant manner told me that she had shot herself in the head And it really shook me and was very disturbing and upsetting, because I had experienced death several times at that point in my life, and it really uh, was—I felt I felt being tested—and it caused me to have a lot of pain and to try to extinguish that pain with a lot of alcohol, and that really did feel like testing to me. But it wasn't. It wasn't my death and it wasn't my fault and I couldn't have done anything to have prevented it. But at the same time, it really did make me feel like, what's the point? Who's, you know, who's watching? At that time I, I did have an understanding of a godlike figure, but it was like, how could this how could how could this be allowed to happen? And I felt like I was being tested. But I wasn't. Feeling like you are lost or you're confused or angry, upset is, is kind of where I usually experience my first encounter with most of my clients. Not all of them, but most of them. Things have gotten bad. Things are not good. And, you know, I <laughs> the idea of like, am I being tested or am I being guided? Is something that I have worked with clients for quite some time now on differentiating between the two and not, not certainly not all my clients uh, walk in faith as I do. And I don't try to push that on my clients in any way. Um, I, I do not do that. However, not to get all full of scripture here, but there are some things that people need to hang on to. And it's amazing when somebody has really gotten down to the point where they're being taken out at the knees that, um, they begin to really understand that there, there are forces greater than themselves who are both trying to help and to harm them. And so that's why I keep describing addiction as the, as an enemy. It's, it's really base, basically just a tool of the enemy. Um, that's being used against you. So I, but I call it the enemy because I think people can get their arms around that idea better than, than anything else. And so the idea of how do I use, what, what do I do? What do I do? I'm, I'm, I'm I'm helpless. You know, this is killing me. And I I know that. So again, they kind of move towards that idea about being tested. There's a great passage, uh, Isaiah 41, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And you know, the idea of, I will, I will uh, uphold you. I'm going to support you. I'm going to support you with my righteous right hand. The hand of strength. Not that the left-handed people don't have strength, but most people are right-handed. So the right hand of strength. I'm going to use that right hand of strength to guide you to recovery. I'm going to guide you towards something that is better than destruction and addiction. And I'm going to try to figure out a way to make it possible for you to move towards recovery. And the only thing I want to do is guide you. People that feel helpless, they feel hopeless, less than hopeful, less than being able to help themselves. The idea that that is going to be something that is the basis of testing is I can understand that. I do understand that. And I certainly in my life have felt like at times I was being tested. It's an easy one to move towards because how could anybody uh, or anything want this to be my destiny? You know, I'm going to shoot up and die and I'm going to do it in front of my parents or I'm going to drink myself to death or You know, so the understanding that I, I guidance, you are loved and cared and supported for even when you don't feel like it. And if you will just allow yourself to become guided towards recovery, guided towards that thing that will change your destiny, change your fortunes, change your life, move you back towards healing. That's guidance. That is not challenge. You don't get challenged into winning. You get guided into that. You're given the strength or the wisdom or the direction to succeed. You are not challenged with failure as a means to teach you. And I think that's part of the issue that people have. They feel like they are not able to um, pass the challenge. And so that's why I think moving away from the idea of challenges or or testing, it's more about guidance. So if you understand that you can find help out there and that there are people that will want to help you, then move towards that direction, move towards the direction of understanding that you're being guided towards that help. You're not being challenged to the point where you can't continue on down this path because you're most certainly going to fail. But you're being guided towards directions that can help you, towards something that can help you. And sometimes we don't even know that we're being guided. It's that old pro, you know, that old story about, you know, I'm I'm moving towards recovery and something comes to me and I just ignored it. And it was clearly something that was supposed to help you. And I'm just gonna ignore it. I'm going to just pretend like that really wasn't there. And it was the guidance. It was the thing. It was the message. It was the book. It was the person. It was the 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 sign, something. Hey, take this. Take this as help. And you just kind of don't do it. And so what I am advocating is that we move away from the idea of you're being tested. You're being challenged. You are not being tested. When it comes to recovery, you are not being tested. You're being guided towards something and you either accept that guidance or you don't. And if you don't, hey, that's, that's fine. Maybe another, you know, another message needs to come to you instead. So I'm going to move towards recovery by accepting the help, accepting this direction. Um, There was a great show that was on for, I think, two or three seasons. Gosh, it's probably now almost 20 years ago called The Cleaner. And it was about um, this guy who, I won't go into the whole story, but a guy in California who was, uh, a crazy addict who then felt like he'd been told by God that he had to go out and help addicts. And the premise of the show was really interesting, um, loosely based on reality and a real story. But this guy who's an addict is, is running around and he's, trying, he's trying to get, uh, people into recovery and he keeps being directed in a direction that he doesn't necessarily want to go. So he has these conversations, um, during his recovery with God who's, you know, not letting him start his car because he's supposed to actually be going towards somebody else, uh, to meet with somebody else. And he decided he was going to go to take care of something personal in his own life. And God has stopped him from has stopped his car from starting his truck. And so he'd pause and he would try to start his truck and it wouldn't start. And He'd look up and have a conversation with God. What, what do you want now? Why are you not letting me go? And then he'd say, okay, I'll, I'll go, I'll go and take my, I'll go, I'll go to that person. And then magically the, the truck would start. <laughs> Guidance at its demonstrated at at its extreme Um, and in our own personal lives, we can be guided. The, you know, our own recovery can be about we meet this person who led to that person and this one. And then I really understood that I am worthy of recovery and worthy of, of that, that change and that move towards recovery. So again, I, I, you know, that righteous right hand of support, that direction, that I can get in my recovery that will move me that direction. Fear not for I am with you. He is with you all the time. Be not dismayed. I will strengthen you. I will help you. Those are not the words of a Supreme being that will challenge you or give you something that you can't overcome. That's not how that works. It's called compassion. Feel the compassion from that love and that direction. Because, man, we are all out there to help you. So, accept the help. Thanks for listening to This episode of Doc Shock, Your Addiction Lifeguard. I am your addiction specialist, and I really do want to help you. If you need help and you feel like you're really struggling with the concept of recovery and you have an addiction problem, please seek out help. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, wherever in the world, there is help for you. Go to treatment. Go seek out an addiction specialist who can help you get into recovery. But you do not have to suffer... the the misery of addiction. You can get clean and sober. I see it every day. So seek out help. If you want to talk to me, you can reach me through my website, wellspringmindbody.com, or you can contact me uh, by the phone number that's provided there and seek out help and I will try to help you. Uh, I have offices in Virginia, I have offices in Texas, an office in Texas, and I am available for help. I really want to help you get into recovery. Whatever it takes is what it takes. Remember, as I say every episode, it's not how many times you fall down that matter, it's how many times you get back up. So if you've fallen and you need some help getting up, get that help. Go to Zoom meetings for AA, NA. They're available every hour on the hour. If you're a family member of a, an addict, you also can get help through Al-Anon online. All you got to do is just go click the button and you can go into the meeting. Or reach out to somebody like me, a professional who specializes in recovery. Thanks for listening to this episode and look for future episodes. I look forward to it.